it's real relationships and it's organic growth and it's actually caring about fans and people that listen to your music that's going to sustain you in the long run. It's not trying to be viral. It's not trying to network. Um, it's a real community. Welcome to Convos. I'm your host, Jordan Shavu, a veteran bass player, husband to my amazing wife, Latasha, and a big video game enthusiast. Join me as I chat with some insanely talented people about life, career, craft, and everything else in between. On today's episode, I interview Leslie Barth. A New York-based music artist, Leslie draws inspiration from classic songwriters such as Carole King and Joni Mitchell. Her lyrics highlight the ups and downs that are often associated with the human experience. These themes are heavily echoed in Leslie's most recent album, Big Time Baby. Hang with us as we chat more about the album's themes and how they relate to the life of Leslie's past and present. We also reflect on the impact of COVID-19 on our professional and personal lives. Additionally, we discuss why community and authenticity is vital to the growth and development of an artist's career. Now, without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Leslie, thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jordan. I'm I'm so thrilled to have you on, on the podcast. Um, I'm trying to remember when, let me see, we, we met, when did we meet? Um, I want to say it was back at the the the, the music the musicpreneur summit uh summit summit yes yeah. <laughs> that that word um, yeah I think, and yeah twenty eighteen probably yes tw- twenty eighteen man that's yeah that seems like a long time ago especially yeah. when you consider the fact that the the thing was on the beach where, like people could actually go yeah. to the beach you know yeah. you know people can actually like go out and do stuff it was before times. <laughs> Before times. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, before, before times. Um, yeah, yeah. Before, before the dark times. That's that's a little bit. Of a, the dark that's a little bit of a Star Wars reference, right? Right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It does feel. It does feel like something out of a movie. Sort of what we're living through. For real. For for real. But I am happy to see that. No. You you look well. <laughs> you know, I've got a lot of I got a lot of time on my hands to uh, cook and run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course, no that that fitness that's that's so important. Uh, my my wife and I have been trying to get get on that um, as as well. It's so it's hard. hard, man. It's it's, it's it's hard. It is. It's, it's like more important than ever to kind of get your mind right about stuff mm-hmm. and. Um, when you're in that mode, it's very, it's like a positive feedback loop, but when you're not in that mode, it's really hard to do the things that, you know, will make you feel better. Yeah, no, for, for sure. And the crazy thing is, at least for me, you know, even just on a basic level, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing all my podcasts, music, all that, all that shenanigans, um, <laughs> on, you know, just sitting, sitting in front of a computer screen, just doing that. If I'm sitting too long, like I know my, my body's going to be like, dude, you need to get up and do something, you know, yeah. all <laughs> this normal, uh, walking and exercise yeah. you get from daily life. It's like, I was looking at my, I take long walks a mm. lot. And so I take long walks and we live in an area of Queens where it's pretty easy to take long walks without running into many people, which I'm grateful for. Hmm. Kept me sane. But I was looking on, I guess, the health app or whatever on my iPhone. And it was saying, and I've been walking like five miles a day. I've been like walking a lot. And it was like, your mileage is down from last year. Because <laughs> I guess just living my life in New York City, you know, you don't realize how much you do. It's like, I've really had to go out on really long walks in mm-hmm. order to not I mean, if I had, and I feel like I'd be thirty pounds heavier. Right now. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, I hear that. No, they, they say in New York you don't really need a car, which would which probably would be really convenient because I'm um, I'm kind of over driving around in in Jersey. Um, Where are you in Jersey? Uh, Edison, New Jersey. Uh, okay. So that's about that's about um, for forty some minutes to an hour um, from 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 Manhattan yeah. actually. It's off that off that Trenton, New York transit new jersey transit line right uh, yeah yeah um via via train but sometimes um i i just have a lapse in judgment and just want to drive into the city so <laughs> oh, man. yeah we actually we recently bought a car we haven't had a car in the city since my husband's died 
I don't know, six or seven years ago. Mm. And um, because when it died, we were like, well, we're not going to buy a car. You know, we moved to the city with a car and it was old and paid for. It made sense to keep it. But um, given everything that's going on now, you know, we we have a car and um, it is uh, really nice to get out of the city. Mm. And I'm grateful to have it. But it's also really hard to get out of the city and it's hard to park in the city and no. Yeah, it's just hard getting in the city. It's, 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 it's just hard in general. <laughs> so um, you mentioned about getting getting outside the city. Uh, well, I guess um, for context, uh, no, New York was. Is that is that is that the right right word? Was a hot spot for for COVID. It's it's not anymore. Yeah, we're doing. It's not anymore. No, it's had a real. Um, real flattening of the curve. People are very, I mean, there's still definitely people outside of the bar that are a little too close for comfort in my opinion. And I don't know. Uh, everybody's gotten, everybody has sort of various degrees of personal comfort after a certain point. I mean, I'm wearing my mask whenever I'm outside or whenever I'm indoors, whenever I'm outside remotely near another human being, but people have different degrees of comfort. I think in New York in general, because everybody saw and lived through, you know, when it was a hot spot, people, people believe that it happened here, you know, like there's, it's hard that that's sort of the, the, it's a very low bar. <laughs> like people believe that it happened in New York and there are parts of this country that, that don't. Man, I, there's a lot going on in this country with the virus or at least with understanding the virus and, I personally can't make much sense of it, you know. <laughs> but I, I think it's I think it's important that you know what your comfort level is, you know, kind of like how you're how you were saying like everybody has a different level of comfort. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I'm you know, I think there's also science too. Like you know, some um, someone's not comfortable wearing a mask into a store. I don't really care. <laughs> um, I think we need to follow sort of the guidelines from experts and wear masks and keep our distance. And I'm uh, very concerned that the New York City school districts are going to be opening. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, I think comfort level within a certain range is is good, but now um, it takes, you know, it takes, it takes everybody to protect everybody. That's kind of how, how you end a pandemic is everybody kind of acting responsibly. Um, so I don't know how we got onto this. <laughs> no, I, I, hey, we dove into it. This, this, it's, it's, it's real. real, you know, this, 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 this is real, real life. Yeah. It's <laughs> so many things have happened over the last like four years that like you wouldn't have thought um, like, oops. Who would have thought that Donald Trump would be yeah. president? Like, I, I didn't like. You know, I knew him from the good. You know, no. I, I saw the Apprentice. No, he was all. He was the. Uh, you know, like this thing was like you fired. Um, <laughs> it's, it's. You know, like who, who would have? Man, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, it does. It just feels crazy, and every day it gets crazier. Uh, I've definitely had to take breaks from like Twitter and the news. Yeah, no, no, abs- absolutely. I've both my wife and I, we've we've kind of made a granted uh, we don't want to be ignorant of what's going on in the world because I think there is you know, you don't want to like close yourself off too much whereas like, you know, you kind of start existing in a bubble, but at the same time, you know, you can only take in so much information and like you're processing you know, you're processing the information and then there's the whole emotional aspect to it of that information. And it's like, things just keep coming and coming and coming. And especially, I I think, I think especially just, you know, for musically inclined creative people in general, definitely speaking for myself, you know, I'm, I'm so empathetic that if I take in so much, so many of, you know, these thoughts, these feelings, everything that's going on, I, I don't think I would be able to, I wouldn't be functioning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. And it's a lot to everybody's 
you know, this is something, the pandemic is something that has affected everyone in like very personal and real ways to varying degrees, but Mm. major ways. And um, there's the personal grief people are dealing with. There's collective grief. There's national global grief. I mean, it's really hard to make sense of it all. And, you know, if somebody's, maybe they, maybe they don't have kids, they have both were able to keep their jobs and you know they're actually doing well mm. because there are people that are, are doing well. And there's certainly nice things about this time too. Sometimes what you have to cling to when right. it's hard, um, you know, there's still deal, like living in the America that we're living in. Yeah. Uh, I think speaking of change um, that actually <laughs> um, makes me think of, you know, your recent, your recent new album, um, big time baby. Congratulations on that, by the oh, way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I um I've I've been I've been listening to it, um, taking it in and um I feel like a lot of things that you touch upon in the album, I can't help but feel like they're very some of those things kind of overlap with what's going on today. Was you know, was that intentional or or, or was that just ha- or did that happen to be just timing. I mean, yeah, it, you know, I recorded the album last July, so it did not see this pandemic <laughs> coming. Um, I didn't see there's so much. Um, so it's, you know, certainly wasn't intentional, but I feel that a lot of the things that I felt on this album, well, I guess two things. One is sort of, it was kind of born out of this very transitional time for me. Um, quitting my day job, which I think I had done like a few months prior to when we met in 2018 Mm, and feeling like I had no idea what the future looked like, like all the structure, the world that I knew was completely kind of gone and I had to rebuild it. And there was a new set of rules and there was less money, much less money to work with. Um, And I felt, I felt that all again, kind of when this happened, but I also strangely felt more prepared for it because I had, already kind of jumped in. I've already cut off certain safety nets for myself, you know, by choice, which is a very different thing um, than being forced into it. But I also, you know, so part of it was just the personal, my personal life feeling very, um, dealing with a lot of similar themes, I guess, that we're dealing with now. But I think there's also the collective conscience, sort of, you know, I think there's been a lot of waking up in America for people. and mm. a lot of, um, you know, you kind of get the leaders you deserve. And I think that we've got a lot of problems in this country that um, have been there. And we're going to surface one time or another. And um, so I think, you know, the th- the reason that I wanted to quit and the reason that I wanted to sort of say, you know, screw you to the man or whatever and, and figure out my own path, I think, was also just part of this collective conscious of people being like, you know what, this, this old way doesn't work for me anymore because it's not working. I mean, it's, it's not working for Americans. I think, um, you know, the idea that an extra $600 a week, uh, is just so transformative for people and is more than what they're making back at their other jobs. You know, it's just, all these problems are really interrelated and they're what, brought about some of our failures in responding to this situation, healthcare crisis. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff coming to a head. So I think, you know, part of it's just uh, unfortunate luck that there are similar themes um, that we're seeing today that that are on this album. And part of it is like, we've all been dealing with this stuff. Yeah, no, no, for, for sure. Um, No, like, wow. Like, (laughs) like I, I agree with, with, with everything is, is, is a lot, is a lot to deal with like the thing, the, like the things, uh, the changes and, and whatnot going on in your personal life. And then you got to consider everything outside of that. That's definitely been me for, for a bit, especially just, especially um, this, you know, this summer with everything just going on, you know, with police brutality, you know, racism and, 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 and all, and all of that. <laughs> there are days where I just kind of like woke up and I'm like, yo, I'm really angry. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I didn't 
want to be angry, you know, um, but there's so much to be angry about. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it, exactly. And I, I, I think for me, knowing that again, going back to the whole, you know, empathy thing, you know, I didn't want, you know, or I don't want rather to, to operate from a, from a place of anger, you know, because I feel like just in, in general, I think there's a lot of anger around, you know, I think some of that anger, you know, when it pertains to certain things comes from, I think definitely lack of empathy, you know, people just not being able or, or I guess really unwilling to step into another person's, you know, their, their shoes and kind of consider, okay, these are the factors. These are the things that they're, they're dealing with, you know, doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything, but it's like, you know, people's, you know, there are stories to people's lives. And I definitely, I definitely think we as a country, you know, no, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we, when we shoot down, I guess, alternative views that when I say alternative, I guess, I mean, not, not even, I won't even say con- contrary to like popular opinion, but just like, but just like some, something different. Yeah, It's a pretty like narrow discourse. Yes. Yes. Um, and in a lot of areas, it's just shifted so far to the right mm-hmm. that there are certain just, um, in my opinion, I mean, I think it's, you know, it, it pretty sensible, not radical views that are seen as really radical, like abolishing the police state that we live in and building it from the ground up is if you, if you actually approach it from a logical, empathetic, compassionate stance, um, it's of course, for me, in my opinion, it's the right thing to do, but it's seen as like wildly radical when you just, all you have to do is turn on the TV and see what the images, you know, of police brutality to, to, to sort of be like, no, that's the thing that's radical and violent, Yeah, you know? Um, so I agree. Yeah. There's a very, it's, um, it's hard because anger is so justified, mm-hmm. but anger's and it's a really powerful emotion. I think anger is why I really, it, that's why I quit my corporate job. At a certain point, I got angry enough at certain things that were happening. That's why I changed my life. I think it can be transformative, but it's like, if you don't control that anger, mm it can control you and it takes on a life of its own Mm. and there's ugliness, but um, yeah, man, harnessing anger. I feel like I want to read more about that because when I think back on like the things that I've done that have really changed Mm. my life for the better, there's been a lot of like anger at the core of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm, um, I'm glad we're actually talking about this. Uh, I wasn't planning on it, but <laughs> no, me neither. I don't... Hey, but this is a com- this is a conversation. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, it's, I'm glad it's sort of stuff you're thinking about too. What's up, conversators? I sincerely hope you've been enjoying the episode thus far. Before we move forward with the rest of the interview, I have to ask you a serious question: Would you be willing to buy me a coffee? No, I don't mean the drink. I'm referring to the platform coffee, K-O-F-I. Coffee is a platform that allows content creators to receive financial support from their community. It's also a great way for creators to engage with their community. I would love your support with the podcast as doing so will allow me to produce more episodes in the near future. To support the show, head over to my website, georgefood.com and click on the podcast tab. On the podcast page, you'll find a link to my coffee account directly below. Hit it, and you'll have the option to make a one-time donation or subscribe monthly. By subscribing monthly, you will have access to extra content, such as behind-the-scenes posts, bonus episodes, and a chance to be a future guest on the podcast. Neat, huh? Whichever option you choose, your support will mean so much to me and keep the podcast going. Thanks for taking the time to hear me out. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Man, if I if I had a nickel for every time, I'm like, you know, man, I'm... Like I don't like my job, man. It's I'm just I'm just contributing to a machine, <laughs> you know. That can I ask what you're doing now, work-wise? Um, or what that's in reference um, to? Well, or you just heard? From just, I mean, just just in general. I mean, I I do have a I do did have a temp job. I I I say do and did because you know 
COVID shut down the office I was working in. Um, Ironically, it wasn't even a job I was looking for. It just came up. I'm like, you know what? I could definitely use the money and it's not that not that hard. I, I'm, 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 I worked as a file clerk, which, which actually yeah. as monotonous as that, that kind of is, you know, unless you're really into like, you're really like big brain analytical, you're that type. I'm, I'm, I'm not at all, <laughs> but it actually gave me a lot of room and space to kind of really just, just think through, yeah. you know, what I, I guess really why, why I want out of, life and and like career just because it's more like a, a like a quieter paced job you know i i definitely i mean it's it's not my ideal gig but it is a gig you know and um obviously a, a lot of not not even not even just me but like like a lot of a lot of you know creative people musicians you know some some that i'm i'm friends with you know they're kind of you know they're kind of in that sort of similar boat you know so you know, I'm, I'm married too. So it's like, you know, I, I gotta try and make, make ends meet. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to get, not trying to have my wife and I, you know, live off the street. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I feel like the whole starving artist thing is such a, does such a disservice to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think artists are already um, pigeonholed and painted with such broad strokes yeah. Yeah. in ways that are really, damaging and i think musicians in particular with how streaming was handled i mean Mm. we stream netflix but everybody pays for it Uh, anyway uh, you know (laughs) Uh i mean i get it it, you know how the financial model works i just think it's uh it's been hard for sure i i think it's funny as you mentioned about streaming because i think when i went to college um i went to college for music and you know I, I didn't get a whole lot. Now, granted, you know, uh, you know, I didn't take any business courses. So a lot of stuff I've kind of had to learn through just living life, you know, uh, fumbling along, you know, that sort of thing. The music industry is really, it's, it's tricky to navigate because things seem to be constantly changing, especially right now in the midst of COVID, like obviously nothing is happening. And I've had repeated conversations with my wife you know, where I've said, you know, yeah, COVID is not going to be a thing for forever. You know, we're, you know, we're not, we're not going to be in this whole quarantine thing for long, but like, I feel like things are just going to be changed in general in terms of how, how we do things, you know, how we approach things. And I, the sad thing is, and, and I guess it's also, I guess, I guess it's also unavoidable given, given things shutting down is that like venues are, venues have, have, I've had to close down, and I, and I think about all all those you know independent artists, you know musicians that I think, man, like are like are they are are we going to have a chance to really kind of be able to engage with you know a newer potential you know new new fans, you know new you know newer audiences, you know with all everything just shutting down and and potentially things just remaining shut down just because of, you know, the economic impact that COVID has, um, has contributed to, you know, and I'm saying this generally, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I I don't pretend to, to have, you know, any sort of credible, (laughs) credible, you know, insight on that, but, but venues are shutting down. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you know, um, it's a business that relies on getting large numbers of people together in a small space um drinking and not maybe always making the best choices <laughs> so it's tough to open back up and so many musicians rely on touring and rely on gigging income um i've been lucky to uh have the bulk of my income coming from teaching recently yeah. um and i've been able to do that remotely which has been really nice but yeah. i've definitely taken a hit from missing live gigs and from missing particular selling merch at live gigs of course a fan base that way that's sort of how i have done it thus far i'm trying to figure out the online fan base thing but yeah. you know, we never got into this to be marketers so it's it's a we have to put on different hats sometimes and my husband um is a gaming musician in new york and has just hmm. uh, found out that two of the places that he's played the most at um 
have shut down permanently. Wow. Uh, and oh. so, you know, it's, it's tough. So many of my friends are in the same boat and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're really examining what we do next. Yeah. As like you said, you know, first, I mean, paying the bills is important. There's nothing wrong with a day job. I did it for a very long time. And I think in some ways teaching is still a day job for me in the sense that if I started to make more from my artist income, you know, I love teaching, but I don't know that I do it for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, of course. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> but it, but it feels very aligned because I, I teach songwriting to kids. So it's really, it's fun. And it's, you know, um, it's certainly been something that's been really nice to have difficult. You know, today I had a 45 minute lesson with a, with a four-year-old, uh, which is uh, challenging on uh, Skype uh, or I don't know, it was Google Hangouts, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, it's been, it's also, kids have a lot of joy in them. And I think that there's definitely a, sh- a shortage of, right, of that right now in, in many people's lives. So that's been really nice. Yeah, no, for, for sure. Um so when you say teacher, you're a, a music teacher. Yeah. So I teach lessons, private lessons. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. That's that's right. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. So that's been that's been um, a nice thing to to have. When I first quit my job, I had a small roster of private students, and I got this part time job that I hated. Mm. I just I got it for the flexibility and just some consistency of hours, um, and I was just like an office manager in a corporate office part-time mm-hmm. three days a week for, I don't know, five hours a day or something. It was very, it was laid back hours, but I just, I, I did not like that very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- do you mind uh, just uh, um, elaborating? Like, you know, what <laughs> I, I hear a lot of resentment just about working in the corporate yeah. setting, but you know, I, I too have reservations about working in a, in a corporate office. Not, not to say that, you know, I think for some people that's their bread and butter, but being the creative that we are, that's probably not where we thrive. But, um, but yeah, yeah. what, what um, it, it, explain to me about your experience, you know, and what, what was kind of like, and I guess in general, like what was the, uh, the turning point for you to kind of, you know, do a 180, you know, if your career would be like, you know what, I'm just going to do music full time because that's what I love to do. And I'm going to kiss this corporate thing goodbye. <laughs> yeah, there were like a few phases. I mean, I kind of had, I end up, I ended up working at a tech company and kind of, you know, getting a few promotions and like one of the things, you know, sometimes you can get promoted. Um, it worked for me for a while. I guess what I'm saying is it worked for me for a while to be able to make good money. I was a, an executive assistant. So um, and then I got kind of promoted out of that and started doing more in sales and marketing for this tech firm. And, um, it was just, it I mean, it takes over your life, you know, a full-time job. And it was really a career kind of job and it just had slowly taken over my life. I got pretty unhappy there and sort of left that, quit that. And then the second phase was like having this part-time job while I figured things out and taught some lessons because I just felt like I had sort of lost myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed just time to kind of like, I didn't want to start building towards another career that I didn't actually want. That was my concern. Mm. And so in addition to having the part-time gig, teaching some lessons, I was just gigging a lot and focusing on my music, making an album. And then after not quite a year, I don't know, eight months or so, I quit the part-time job and just got more students. And then that kind of, brings me to where things are today, which is, you know, having the ability to teach um, sort of as much as I want to. Right. And then, you know, my goal is to just slowly start to teach less and less Mm -hmm. um, as I replace that with income from my music and not been going exactly as I had planned because I thought I'd be touring this (laughs) summer. It never does. (laughs) Yeah. COVID sort of threw everything, um, threw everything out the window, but it's also given me a lot of time, which has been nice. Mm. Um, And clarity. 
Um, you know, I, my husband and I, I've been in New York for almost 10 years. Yeah. And it's just too damn expensive um, <laughs> for us to do the things that we want to do. I think we both have realized that we've just been hustling nonstop. And for him, I mean, it's get, he's had nights where he's gigged for like six or seven hours mm. and he often has five or six gigs a week and is just running himself, was running himself ragged. And so it's been really nice actually to have a little downtime for him. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think our plan is to, to move in the fall. So okay. we're figuring that all out right now, but okay. um, it's just given us clarity on, on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of, no, a, lo- a lot of, um, um, a lot of people I think around our age are moving out of New York cause it's, it's just so darn expensive. Um, <laughs> um, where, where are you guys thinking about moving to? Um, we're going to move to Nashville in November. That's perfect for, I think that's, that's, yeah, that's that's a good fit. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a good fit. I have some friends down there, um, and uh, I spent some time down there. So has my husband, and you know, it's a as much a professional move as it is a personal move. You know, yeah. looking forward into the future. Yeah, you know, being in New York, you know, wanting to raise a family, it just it all seems quite expensive and. Yeah. If I wanted to go back to the corporate world, of course we could make it work. And I really, I don't. So <laughs> it's like, is that the, it's like that, the, the hard pill that the big old horse pill you would have to swallow if, yeah. 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 No, I, 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 I totally get that. Um, yeah. Cause, um, my, uh, Tasha and I, we, we, we eventually we want to have a family, you know, kids and all that stuff. So yeah. we're, we're kind of in, well, we're not, obviously we're not in New York, but, um, we've definitely been, <laughs> you know, how you were saying earlier, you know, things are just getting thrown out the window. I feel like, you know, I feel like that's definitely been, it's definitely been me, <laughs> really both of us. Cause like we, yeah. we certainly didn't plan on living in Jersey. Is Tasha a musician? Um, no, she's actually, uh, she's a teacher. Uh, she is a fifth grade science teacher. She, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, she teaches at, um, at a charter school, um, uh, 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 out of a larger network of schools calling common schools. They're like a big, sure. Yeah. They're like a big, uh, um, organization. Like, uh, I think they're, they're based in New York. Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's been working for them. I think, wow. I think it's her fifth year now. Um, Man, classroom teach my, my hat is so off to classroom teachers. Yeah. It's. Whew. Yeah. No, I, I, I told Tasha, I, I, I couldn't, uh, there's no way I could, I could, I could, I could teach. I'd be like, um, I, I don't know if, I don't know how, uh, now if you're much of a movie watcher or, um, but, um, Sometimes. yeah, um, there, there's, there's this movie called, uh, shoot. It has ice cube and Charlie, Charlie day. And it. it's, um, like, like fist fight or something. I think that's what it's called, oh, but like, I was like, I definitely know that. If I yeah. But, um, so, okay. Well, spoilers for, well, light spoilers for people that that haven't seen the movie yet. It's 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 a crazy movie. It's it's, it's funny, but it's, but it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> um. So so Ice Cube, he he plays. He's like this. He's he's kind of like if an ex convict like was a teacher. And okay. yeah, <laughs> I, but I don't think I don't think he's an ex convict. At least in the movie but he like he like he's got he's got an edge to him basically right so yeah you know and you know it's the last day of school and like these these high school seniors they're just going they're just going nuts like doing doing stuff that you know that make their parents like you know faint or whatever <laughs> you know just doing absolute crazy stuff um and um this this is one class that ice cubes character he's he's um he's having them watch a video, you know, like, yo, watch the video. And <laughs> he, um, you know, he keeps getting messed with by this one particular student who has like some sort of universal remote or something or whatever. It shuts down okay. the TV and it happens like, like two or three times. And I think on one of those last times he's like, okay, if this, if the next time someone does it, I'm 
I'm just going to go off. So that happens. <laughs> it happens. The the the. the um, I love that it's making you laugh, like even yeah. right now. <laughs> I, I think this is funny. Like, um, maybe my sense of humor is all over the place. But like, cause like I would I would not have expected this. So, but this 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 guy he he storms out of the um of the uh, classroom. He comes back with a fire axe and like I I eyeballs the um the student that he knows is like messing with him. He just like just goes just starts hacking at his desk and all the kids are freaking out. It's it's just absolutely oh just yeah. absolutely just just nuts. And I I I tell I tell Tasha, you know, like that that would be me if he's just <laughs> me acting up because I don't oh. think I would have the patience. I would absolutely lose my job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've had moments where I really struggle with like one student, one on one, and because kids are they are mean and they are tough mm-hmm. and they are gutsy and like I've had I had one particularly difficult difficult girl that I taught and no matter what I would say she'd be like no 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 I don't want to no and I was like oh what do I do about this and her you know her mom was not really invested in like mm-hmm. saying don't talk that way like it's sort of like okay yeah. i guess you're in charge and well, how do we get through this yeah, um, yeah. but man a whole classroom it's like you just the the numbers are against you at that point yeah yeah no it's yeah that's hard because you know every kid's different and also every kid comes from different households so you don't know what the dynamics are you know with their mm-hmm. parents you know um you know some kids might you know their parents might be separated or you know just you know how the kids you know kids are reared differently you know and it's 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 there's a lot there's a lot to navigate through and you know I, you know and you know not the not the two latasha's horn but no i'm all, all i guess i always try to do that loki because she's awesome yeah <laughs> yes, you do with your spouse yeah yeah um <laughs> she, i think she does a really good job of managing it well yeah. Um, and that like, and that like, <laughs> that look, he makes me je- a little bit jealous. Cause I'm like, man, it's like, I feel like I get temp- temperamental when like, like, when like music stuff don't work out for me. Like, I, <laughs> you know, like, like initially when, um, when COVID, um, shut down things, you know, I was like, all right, like, what am I going to do? Like, like, what were you, were you gigging a lot at that point? Um, not at that point. I did have some gigs lined up for, I want to say like summer, you know, sure, spring, yeah. summer, it's- and I was really looking forward to them, oh. looking forward to them too. And then they just didn't happen. So I was like, well, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of was kind of sulking for, for, for a good bit. Um, but well, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you play with other artists, right? I mean, you haven't, like in terms of like doing something online for you, that's like a bit of a question mark, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't, I've, I haven't gotten asked per- personally to do anything online. I've, I've, I've thought about like, if I were to do something like that, you know, if I put some together, you know, how that would go. I, I, I literally go through like pros and cons oh, with, with that. Yeah. But, but technology is kind of a, big reason why I haven't personally taken the plunge to like doing like a live stream thing. And then, you know, and then the, the self-defeating, you know, self-defeatist in me is like, would anyone really watch? Like, no, no one's going to see me, you know, noodle around. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking like most of your work is like live gigs, you know, like I'm glad that I can sell some music online or do Patreon, you know, that's been really helpful but my husband you know he is a songwriter and he's been actually finishing up um doing a lot of back and forth with a guy in philly he's recorded an album with so they're finishing up mixes and everything but his bread and butter has been live gigs for so long that he's like kind of just hanging yeah no that's that's yeah no for for sure i mean i I've, I've, I'm kind of in a different boat in the sense, like I want to do like more, more gigs, just, just really just to play out, you know, just, just try, try and, you know, get, get my feet wet. And, you know, it's, you know, it's yeah. really convenient, at least at the time that as close to New York as I am, but 
Uh, I don't know. I might have to consider moving, uh, going down to Nashville too. <laughs> you know, I mean, the thing, it's a great place for gigging, gigging musicians. You want to be touring with stuff, with people and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I low key, I low key love country and I know Nashville is a good, not even just a country hub, but there's a lot of, um, I, I grew up, I grew up in, a. No, I'm I'm very much a a, a church church kid, so yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of gospel down there, and you know, so that's that's a part of my roots yeah. um, too. So, you know, I would I would love to I would love to be able to go go down or you know the play and do something, you know, you know, Lord Lord willing, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of people moving to smaller cities. Um, yeah. I know there's probably a caravan of like New York musicians making their way to Na- to Nashville. Um, yeah, like the caravan is, is 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 I might I think I hear in the background like yeah. your place, you know. <laughs> you might, you might yeah. want to hit the right. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of overwhelming to think about because we've been here for so long, and obviously we never saw us leaving this way. Although you know, yeah it's been on our minds for a while and Nashville in particular has been on our minds, but it's just, it's like we were talking about at the beginning, there's so much to process and there's so much like loss and change and grief on varying levels from personal to the global. It's like hard to know what's, what's what. Um, yeah, no, no, for sure. And that reminds me of going back to your album. It reminds me of a big time baby um, or, or rather, um, Lower East Side, which uh, the the phrase "big time baby" is 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 in, and um, you know, uh, and how you say I'm not ready for the big time, and just how I think, and you can correct me if uh, if I'm wrong because this is your music. <laughs> um, I think everybody's interpretation is correct. That's how I approach. It's- see, I'm Type A, so I believe that there is a correct interpretation, <laughs> but. I, I won't put too much pressure on myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with that, it's like I, yeah, I have a way of looking at songs, but if somebody else gets something out of it, then that's right for them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, for for the sake of argument, what I what I interpreted <laughs> from from that was, I think how big time, I think how that just translates to just, I think just big life changes, just 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 life and, and the, and the constant changing of things and how I think, no, they say change is a good thing, but I I think there is, uh, um, least, least for me, you know, when, you know, things do change and it's like, man, but did it really have to, I like this. Like, it's like watching, you know, your favorite, your favorite TV series or, or, or movie. And it's like, man, like, um, or, or even listen to music for that matter. It's like, man, like this was so good. I don't want it to end I'm on a very basic, small level. But, but I, I think, you know, yeah. but that definitely translates to, you know, um, you know, a broader, a broader context as it pertains to life. You know, just how things just can just change quickly and and you no know, violently. You know, it's like a. Uh, really like a kind of like a chemical reaction, you know, you put two particular elements together and they react and, you know, you get, you know, an explosion or, 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 or something, you know? And I think, I think life, life can definitely be like that. And then it's just, I think dealing with, I guess, dealing with the aftermath of all that, you know, dealing with, you know, the feelings associated with like, okay, this is different now, you know, but this is different now. So, how am I going to, how am I going to grow and change in this situation? How am I going to, you know, adapt? How am I going to, you know, you know, become a better person through, through this? Um, or, you know, at least, at least when I, when I listen to um, Lori side, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what, what sits with, with me. I mean, I know that's, it probably rings, probably rings a little bit differently for you, but, um, but, but either way, I, I think that's, I think that's very much true. Just, just in life. Yeah. In general. I mean, first of all, thank you for sharing your interpretation of it. I feel like that's like, I don't know. That's my favorite thing to hear 
from people. Mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's very generous of you to share. And um, I think a lot of that hits really true to me. I have a, I think we all do as artists, but I've noticed this a lot with me recently. It's like, um, I process a lot of what I'm feeling through music before I process it in real life and before I process it fully. Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes I'll like listen to songs or listen to albums that came out a while back and I'll be like, Oh, that's what that was about. Mm. Um, like I'm the last to know sort of what a certain song is about. Um, and as you were describing that, I was like, Oh, like a lot of that, you know, I think any type of change, even change for the better, even like growth, right. Mm. There's still, it's still loss. You're losing what you had to make room for the new. Mm, yeah. And I think having a career in music that, that it's such a constantly changing industry, but also there's not a lot of, there's no one standard career. There's a lot of paths. There's right. no easy chart to follow. Mm. Um, and we all want to kind of advance our career, whatever that means, you know, kind of align yeah. to our goals. For most people, it involves like broadening mm -hmm. the base of people that listen yeah. to your music, but the ways in which that happened can vary. And yeah, I think I wrote that song just feeling um, like unsure if I was like up for the task of kind of moving forward. And yeah. Mm. You know, excited by the future, but also very, very scared of it. Mm. And yes. I feel, I don't know if you've experienced this, but as I've been down this path with music, it's like the things that used to excite me, like you need a bigger and bigger high each time, mm. like bigger and bigger wins, like success or whatever. It's very easy to get into that mindset yeah, um, and not realize that, actually the life I'm living now is a life that if you told me two years ago would be possible, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. Um, and I try to like sit and be grateful with that sometimes, but it just, it seems so quickly that we go from like level one, to level two and then we plateau for a while. And then there's this like really hard jump. Like it's, it's always hard to kind of jump up a level, whatever that means. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I can, I can definitely relate, you know, um, I don't think I necessarily had a drive to be successful as much as, you know, I just wanted to be successful at something, if that makes sense. You know, I, I thank God that I, I fell into, you know, music and, and the arts because yeah. the, the, there, was, there was really a point in my life where I really just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. But of course, you know, that's I think that's more more common than people might want to admit. You know, if 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 not if not to people, maybe at least not um, to them to themselves. But you know, I, I knew that was true for me, and uh, you know, I ended up falling to mm -hmm. to to music, you know, and drama, and you know, in high school, and uh, you know, I kind of went down that rabbit hole, and you know, you know, kind of like how, how you were saying, you know, you know, if I if I knew exactly, you know. Like I, I had no idea, you know, all this stuff would, would happen, you know, going down this path, but you know, it, at times it's definitely been, it's definitely been lonely. It's definitely been painful, but I think I'm all the better for it. You know, you know, I, I can, and I can say that, you know, right now um, with you know, no, no regrets really, you know, yeah. and, you know, and um, I think, well, I definitely didn't plan on on getting married so so soon. I mean, um, how, how long have you you and your That's husband been married for? We've been married. Um, it'll be six years in November, and we've been together for eleven. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've uh, um, Tasha and I. We've been together probably. Let me see. It's, it's going to be five years in November altogether, but be three years since um, since we got married. So, mm -hmm. um, so let me see. I'm pushing 30. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like trying to remember how, like how young I was when I got married, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> I think I was like 25. Yeah. I think we we're both like 25 at the time. And I, I definitely didn't plan on getting married. I, I kind of, 
I don't know. It, I want to say things happened fast, but like I, I just you know, I like Tasha was my person, you know, and I was like, yep. all right, cool, let's 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 roll with this, and yeah. you know, you guys meet? um, well, we we met in um college. Uh, she had, we uh, we went to Eastern University, um, which is out in um um Wayne, Pennsylvania, like Philly area. Oh yeah, I grew up uh, outside of Wayne. I mean, like twenty minutes away. Really? Okay. Wow. In Collegeville. Yeah. Okay. Collegeville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got some friends out there. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. I, I taught lessons out in Wayne for a bit. Really? Right after college. Yeah. Before we moved to New York. That's how we met actually was teaching in a music school out there. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Small world. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's how we met. And, you know, it was, it was crazy because, um, no, she, there was there was a little bit of time where she was out of school because like financial stuff, you know. But then she came back, and you know, and I think at at the point where she came back, like really came back into my life, um, I had kind of gone through like kind of a bad breakup, um, and you know, we just kind of you know we connected and you know came friends, and next thing you know, you know, I, I put a ring on it. You know, yeah. I did. I did what Beyonce, Beyonce said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always do what Beyonce says. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you were saying, like stuff just happens. You know, it's not what you planned. People come into your way. Opportunities come your way. Like nothing is what I would have predicted. Yeah, no, for for sure. And I, I think I've definitely learned that. I, I I definitely think if life had gone the way that it did for me. I don't know if it would be as fulfilling. I definitely don't think I'd be doing um, a podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, de- definitely not. But it, you know, I think I think it's it's usually the detours in life that 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 really reveal. I think who we are, but also what we're what we're meant to do, and. And I think if we so choose and so willing, you know, we can use those experiences, use the gifts that we have been given um, to really build people up and, you know, to, you know, yeah, you know, do do all, all that great stuff. You know, I, I think, you know, and, and it's funny how, you know, you have a Patreon community. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's such a weird dynamic because, you know, we, we live in a country where we really, we, we, we pride ourselves on, I mean, well, freedom's great, but I think we, I think we really just pride ourselves on like individualism, like individual freedoms, you know, individual liberties, you know, that, that sort of thing. But it's like, it's crazy, you know, being a musician, you know, being an artist in general. And it's like, you know, it's really the people around you that, that build, builds you up. It's like, like you can't, like no one is self-sufficient by themselves. Absolutely. No one. It's like, it's like, you know, someone had to teach you how to ride a bike. Someone had, someone had to, you know, teach you, you know, how to write, you know, how to read, you know, like on a basic, on a basic level, you know, and, you know, I, I think kind of, kind of going back to the beginning of our, our for conversation, I think, you know, I think we're seeing, and and Latasha even pointed out this to me um, a while back before too, in the conversation we had a while back, just just how we're kind of seeing some of those, we're seeing some of those, I guess, American idealisms like clash with the reality of things, you know, the reality of people's lives and and the and and the things that are that are happening and um. And I think this season, you know, it's, it's, it has been, it it has been painful not to be able to hang out with friends, um, not be able to see friends, but I'm, I'm just thankful for the people that are in my corner because the pressure to really put your, put yourself out there, to put music out there, to carve uh, a niche, so, so to speak, is, it's, it's a real thing, you know, and I think one of the mistakes I've made, which it, it took me, <laughs> it took me a whole year just to figure, figure this out. And I, I'm, I, and you know, I'm, that's an exaggeration you now, but it, it took me a while to really figure out that you can't convince people 
that you have to offer something if they don't know you. It's like, you know, that's not a good way of, of building a community in general, you know, and you now I have to realize that no way I got people that do like what I do that have known me, that know me personally and professionally, you know, and that's, and that's such a great thing, you know, cause th- they can definitely vouch for me as a person and also just as a musician. And I think that's definitely something, you know, I'm trying to, it's, it's a small thing, but it's so, so important because even though I, I have no idea what, what gigging opportunities are going to look like post COVID, I can, I can be hopeful that, you know, the people that are in my corner now, you know, it just takes one person, you know, for, for, for doors, for things to, to open up. And, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, I, no, like, like, like I said, like, no, like, it's not like I got, got clout, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not even asking for that, you know, you know, but it, you know, it's, you know, what, what you've been given with community, you know, all, all that, you know, like you can't, you can build something from that. It's, it's just a foundation. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done a lot of soul searching, I guess, about that. And in terms of uh, how do I want to present myself? And I think that there's a lot of great education out there for independent artists. And I think there's a lot of really bad, really, really bad education out there for independent artists. Because I think what you're saying is the truth. At the end of the day, it's real relationships and it's organic growth. And it's actually caring about Hmm fans and people that listen to your music that's going to sustain you in the long run. It's not trying to be viral. It's not trying to network. Um, it's a real community because I feel like that's what's supported me right now. And I'm not, I'm not an artist that has, you know, hundreds of thousands of Spotify plays and on all the cool playlists. I mean, I don't really focus on Spotify just because it seems, well, because it doesn't, it, it, you're not making any sort of real relationship with people through that you know it's background noise and i put it everything out there it's free to listen to but you know i have feel i felt sustained by i've never sold as many records as i had as i have during this time and i feel like it's it's all real relationships you know i mean i'm starting to get to the point where sometimes people i don't know buy my records but it's it's not that often it's usually people that have seen me live sometime um, people that are in my community and There are times where that kind of approach, you know, it's easy to play the comparison game and try to want to hit those vanity numbers on Instagram or whatever it is on Spotify. But like, I don't know. That's not what, I mean, I guess I just, that's not what what I'm in it for. For for sure. I mean, I mean, there, there is, you know, a science and a strategy to gaining more followers, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, I think the main ingredient, you know, the more I've researched, the more I've thought about it is like, it's, it's authenticity, you know, it's, it's, it's creating a platform where, you know, you can be you, some people may not, may not vibe with that. And, you know, that's, that's okay. You know, some people don't may like that, but they may not agree with certain things, but that's okay. You know, it's like, you know, I think it's self-expression. Yeah, it's it's self-expression, but also I think no, I think leaving the door open for people to come, you know, and oh, I love you that. Know, That's yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I think that's really important, especially now, because you know, I, people people are fractured, you know. No no we're dealing with a lot of tribalism, you know, in our government, you know, mm-hmm. and really in, 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 in basic things, like I, I, anything can be kind of made out into a political issue these days. And, but I think, um, yeah, I just think it's important to just leave a door open, you know? It's so funny. I, I'll show you this. Like, I know mm-hmm. people won't see it, but I'll say what it says. This is a post-it note that's on my monitor. <laughs> if you build, they will come. Yeah, yeah. If you build it, they will come. Very field of dreams, but yeah, right. I, I think, <laughs> I think what it is for me is like, it's a reminder to be making, if I make work I love and I get like the basics right about marketing, you know, like if I just in general know what you're supposed to do, 
and you know, slowly but surely, I can find the right people. And I've proven it. The concept's been proven out in my mind. You know, I there's enough people um, that I don't know that have become fans that have, you know, bought things that have joined Patreon. Where I'm like, okay, so there's an audience for what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to try to find them better and better, but I want to enjoy the work. I want to make it a fun place. I mean, I'm sure you see this too. I see so many like horrible music marketing kind of techniques employed. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've also gotten like a lot of like emails or, or, or DMS oh, about, yeah. Hey, you know, it's like, I didn't necessarily ask for your help, but you know, but as if, as if, well, that's here's the other thing. You know, you you got you got to have some content to put out there. You know, sure. you know that's you know at least even if it's something that that you know like a million potential people, but a million potential followers, you don't get those. But maybe you might get like a hundred out of those a million. It's it's it's, it's some it's better than it's yeah. something's better than nothing for for sure. Yeah, you know and. You know, you know, again, like, you know, there is practical ways to kind of go about that, you know, you know, but it's, it's really, it's, it's really not a numbers game. You know, I feel like that's, I feel like that was something that I was operating in a bit, but like, you know, just through experience and, you know, self-realization um, and just, you know, you know, just, just researching, you know, I've come to find that, you know, it's, you know, no num- numbers you know numbers definitely won't guarantee you know at least a sustained career you know if if you if you if you end up burning out for all those million followers because you're honestly just you're using your platform to please people instead of you know again you know allowing people to like kind of come and just hang you know you know and no, certainly that that doesn't produce any sort of happiness, you know, so. Yeah, it's sort of one, I mean, I do think, like, listen, where I'm at, it's one fan at a time, it's one relationship at a time, and it's like, there's no point in not being genuine and not being authentic, because then you're just stuck in this loop where that you just have to keep doing that, you have to keep pretending, because people only like you because of this fake version you presented, and that just... That's the thing I really wanted to avoid, I think, which is why I sort of laid low for a bit after quitting my job. I wanted to, like, get my head right. I wanted Mm. to be clear about what I was doing this for and just reconnect to the work. Yeah. 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 Like, it's it's totally okay to lay lay low. Definitely. It's it's needed sometimes because sometimes you you just need a break. Sometimes you need to just enjoy life, you know. You know, that's, man... And building that ba- those boundaries, I think healthy boundaries is like a thing you learn as you get older. And I think you have to learn as an artist. And I feel like it's weird because I do want to be authentic. And it's not something I think about. I'm not like, must, is this authentic? Um, but I want to be comfortable and at ease and like who I am with people. But I do want a private life that's personal. And I do have friends that are, you know, I have a lot of friends that are music friends and real friends the same time but i also have like some people that are music friends that are kind of just music friends like you know i might have shows or maybe they're bookers or i don't know like it's good to have the distance and it's really also good to have friends that like don't do music yeah no for sure it's, it's just good to step away from 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 music sometimes just just yeah just just to kind of decompress and relax you know that's 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 why i'd be yeah. that's why i'd be looking into video game stuff you know <laughs> trying Trying to figure out where I'm gonna spend uh, spend that six hundred dollars I get from the government now. <laughs> yeah. if, I'm, if I'm gonna buy a PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X, I'm I'm, I'm a gamer, so I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm so I'm in the weeds. Hey, I bet it's a great stress reliever. It, it is, you know. I, I I definitely I'm I'm the type of gamer that I I, I like to play. You know, there's a lot of like single player games. So you'll you'll you know you'll play for like the story, you know, or yeah. you know, some some people, you know, play for competition, you know. Um right. you know, 
you know, but no. It's your alone time. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a long time, but you know, uh, uh, Latasha and I will we'll, we'll play some games together and. Yeah. She's into it. Too. Um, not as much as me. She she's into she's more into racing games. Um, yeah, I feel like that would be. Me. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you know Mario Kart and you know yes. all, all all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, this so so much fun. But like I I I I kind of go an extra level. Um, and actually I seem to be going like multiple levels because I'm like researching all this stuff and I'm and I'm and I'm looking into. <laughs> Are you a big researcher? Like, do you have to research every purchase? I, sort of. Yes, I am yeah, a huge. Like I I just go down rabbit holes upon rabbit holes. You know, it it can really be anything. I'm I I fancy and it's definitely true with with base stuff. Um, uh, but definitely with with music stuff, or, or I'm sorry, um, video game stuff as well. Really, just anything I'm um, I'm interested in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can find so many people online that like also have very strong opinions. So like, yeah, yeah, it's the whole community. Yeah, that's the that's the internet for you. You know, no. <laughs> Yeah, some sometimes I gotta avoid those those forms because I'm like, yeah, this is this is too crazy. <laughs> this is not this is not good for my soul. So, but Leslie, thank you so much for your time. Um, of course, yeah, this was this was really nice. It's always like nice to just talk to another human being too. Yeah, it, it really is. No, <laughs> that 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 way you know that you're not going crazy. So <laughs> you know you're not going crazy, and it's great to catch up. You know, um, it's crazy to think it's been over two years at this point yeah um, and i still have not gotten the chance to see see you live i guess i guess the next time when when i do i guess it'll be in nashville <laughs> yeah yeah or touring again when that's a thing yeah 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 yeah, tour, yeah yeah when that's the thing you know if if if, if that still exists <laughs> yeah i'm trying to stay optimistic yeah same same here no that's one 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 day at a, yeah one day at a time right <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, Leslie. I, I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Jordan. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. I enjoyed catching up with Leslie so much. It was great to reflect on life and what we are learning and have learned. Leslie is easily one of my favorite songwriters, and I'm eager to see where her career goes next. To follow up with Leslie, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also listen to her recent album, Big Time Baby, on streaming platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify. I thoroughly enjoyed the album and the stories told within it. I hope you do as well. Thanks again for being part of the conversation, and remember to have quality conversations. All you need to do is be kind and listen. Till next time.